0: We all have a brand if we want or not. So what is your saying? In this episode we're going to talk about that. Stephanie and Tangela talk about the power brand and how truth and authenticity really matter when it comes to building and creating your brand. Stephanie talks about how the role of brand and strategy all flow together and that the need for being you holds the key for your success. That authenticity and actions have to back it up, and that character is what you consistently show. But it doesn't mean that you have to be a perfect human. It just means that you have to be the human that you want to be. You get to define your brand. Intentional Power is a continuation of an ongoing dialogue between two friends, Tangela Johnson and Stephanie Crow, And now you. These dynamic, seasoned female leaders cover real topics that traverse the rich and sometimes bumpy adventure they call life. In sharing their experiences and perspectives, Tangela and Stephanie ask you to come along the ride with inspiration, laughter, and intentional power, as their goal is to move more leaders toward fulfilling their highest purpose, leveraging their interests and passions, making a difference in the world, and monetizing their value.
1: Hello, my friend. How Welcome. are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm
2: excellent. Thank you. We're going to talk about a fun topic today.
1: I know. I know. We're going to talk about brand, our brand, the power of that truth of creating your your brand. And uh, so it's kind of an interesting topic because many years ago, I always, you know, I'm a thinker anyway, maybe a philosopher of sorts, mm-hmm. but um, I was thinking, you know, who do I want to be? How do I want people to perceive me? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I um uh, you know, I would say as I want to be perceived as smart, right. Um, I want to be perceived as talented and gifted. And so there were like a list of things, uh, or ways that I wanted people to see me. But what's really funny about it is I think people already saw me that way. Mm -hmm. Right. But I do think, and you're, you're kind of a, you know, brand marketing expert, People may not see you as that, but you've done a lot of work around marketing and branding in the past. Um, I think really that kind of developing that authentic brand is is something that's super important for all of us to do.
2: I love this topic. Um, I started, you know, as a wealth practitioner and spent maybe 15 years in the industry before I moved into a leadership role, which had marketing, brand strategy, and like product development responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And so um, there was a phase of my career where I was thinking about from an organizational standpoint, how do we communicate what we're doing and why we're doing it and our purpose and our value proposition? And then how do we build a team and the products and the services around that to support it? Um, And that was so much fun to align because it has to sync up. If things are out of sync, people feel it. Your customer feels it. The people that want to engage you feel something's in misalignment, and it's confusing. They might not trust you. Yeah. Um, you may not be managing expectations, so you may be overselling. And when somebody you know isn't experiencing what you're selling, and telling them they will experience, you're going to lose them, right? So, what was fun for me around the time that we met, <clears throat> I had been working in branding for an organization. But I was also starting to do some things for myself Mm
3: -hmm. just
2: as a leader, as somebody who uh, was gaining recognition, somebody who was um, engaging in extracurricular like community leadership activities. Mm -hmm. And I woke up around the time that you actually came to see me and we started having our early conversations I started seeing that as much as I love the organization that I had helped build and I had tremendous respect for the people around me and what they were doing, that I actually had a shtick. Like I was known and sought out and acknowledged for kind of a separate set of values and a very different audience. And it was, it was um, a little bit, I felt conflicted because I knew, I guess I knew enough to know this was my brand. Like this is, Yeah. this is how people know me, how they want to engage me. They keep coming to reinforce it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to remain true to it and to gather more momentum, I felt like I was going to have to release something else.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. I think, um, to your credit, you had an awareness around a brand, mm-hmm. you know, um, the need to have one, mm-hmm.
3: to manage
1: it, and all of those things. I'm not sure a lot of people even think about that and and i and I think that's true for leaders. You know, if you're in leadership, I was just talking to this leader uh, yesterday as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. and they love like art. I mean, they're like an artist. You would never know that about them because I'm not sure they think it's okay for that to be a part of their brand. Mm-hmm. And so to your point, can you kind of speak to really what a person needs to do to, to even start that journey of creating and shaping their brand? Any ideas?
2: Sure. So I would I would tie this to one of our other conversations around purpose. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that our purpose is connected to our brand, which yeah. is connected to our strengths and what uniquely differentiates us. Um, I love to say before you have a brand, you need to understand what your value proposition is, like sure. what's valuable, what's valuable about you, um, mm-hmm. where can you uniquely contribute? And in a community, in a family, in an organization, everybody plays a role. Everybody Mm -hmm. plays a part. We're interdependent. We're an interdependent unit. Mm -hmm. And so to own your side of that, your piece of that, where people can lean into you Mm -hmm. and where you can lean into others is part of your brand. Um, The beautiful thing is it's got to be authentic. I have worked... I have worked and seen people who are tremendous PR agents. Like they're, they're, um, slick. They're smooth. They're communicative. It's like, they're very convincing and compelling. But when you really look at behaviors and actions and day to day living, it's not in support. And yeah. so what I feel like this audience needs to think about is, what am I doing every day that reinforces this value proposition that I believe I bring to the world? It needs to be mission related. It needs to be values related, mm-hmm. and everything you do in every moment either aligns or can detract from that brand.
1: So, so I love that. I love you. Just uh, make me think of uh, something that's uh, kind of it happened several years ago. I had this intern working for me, and. Um, we were just talking about his next move, which he was going to go to a much bigger organization than mine. And he did great work. And I said, you know, you've got to have great character and all these things. And then he said, well, what does that mean? And I said, what does what mean? And he said, character. And I'm like, ah, that's an interesting question. So let me think on it. And so I thought on it for a couple of weeks and (laughs) sometimes I can be a little slow, Um, but what came to me was, and I, and I told him we circled around and had the conversation. I told him, I said, you know, character is what people can consistently Mm -hmm. expect from you. Mm -hmm. So if you're late to work all the time, that's part of your character. That's part of your brand. If you show up early, that's part of your brand, right? That's part of your character. So branding and character are the same. And, and to your point, you really have to be authentic when it comes to it or, or it doesn't work or people are not drawn to you in the way that they um, should be. And do
2: will see, see the contradictions or the conflict. Yeah. yeah.
1: But right? I also, I also think, you know, you have to be willing to put yourself out there too, mm-hmm. in order for you to, um, you know, to kind of have that, that brand. And if you're not, nobody's perfect. And so if you think that that brand is perfection, you being perfect, you're already on the wrong road. If you think you're going to be a perfect leader or a perfect mom or a perfect wife, you're just not. So if you can dispel that and give yourself the grace to uh, to make mistakes, then you will be much better off and your brand will be so much more authentic. And people will connect with that. They'll be attracted to that because they're not perfect.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. And And so I love you talking about imperfection because in the leaders that I have most esteemed, mm -hmm. they were not afraid to show their vulnerabilities. They were imperfect. They were human. I think, I think this comes back to just being human and being relatable.
1: Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. So I'll, I'll, um, sometimes when I teach certain, certain, uh, classes, trainings, whatever. I'll ask people, I'll give them like two minutes, right? Two, two minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, write down every positive gift, talent, attribute, skill that you have. And it has never failed, never failed. People will stare at me in disbelief and they don't start writing immediately. Right. But now if I ask them on the flip side, please write down you know, every weakness that you have, they immediately start writing. I think that's a shame. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, if I were to ask our audience, give you two minutes to write down everything that's great about you, would you stumble? Would you pause? Would you feel stressed? Right. Because you just can't come up with anything right off the top of your head. You know, and then I find that a lot of people will say, well, I'm a people person. Well, what the heck does that even mean, a people person? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we're all supposed to be people person, people, people. So take that off the list um, and just assume that we're all supposed to be there. But why is it that you and, and Stephanie, tell me what you think. Why is it that we can't come up readily access and come up with that list?
2: So I would say this from a female leader perspective. I have seen in a male dominated space this fear of being criticized as bossy or strong, or Mm -hmm. if you step into the room with confidence and conviction with your ideas and you're competent, you're efficient. Um, when you lean into your strengths, you are, you will face criticism. Yeah. And I know I have been guilty of this where I downplay, um, strengths. I kind of like, it's like, put the light under the bushel kind Mm -hmm. of behavior Mm -hmm. so that I can um, avoid criticism. Mm. And it's a way, it's a way of um, thwarting conflict. I would say that when you do that consistently, you will not thrive. You will not advance. So if you're playing defensive, if you're playing a defensive game where you're just like, you know, diminishing (laughs) yourself, devaluing yourself. Yeah. You might protect yourself from conflict and criticism,
1: but you're probably yeah. not going to do anything notable either. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. And, and, um, you know, for the most part that, that, that has not been my journey. I'm I'm not exactly sure why I think part of it has to do with the fact that I was a weird kid. Honestly, growing up, I was like the strange kid, the little skinny nerdy kid. Um, so was always kind of <laughs> misunderstood. Uh, so that has just kind of been my journey mm-hmm. anyway. And so at some point um, getting into adulthood, it just really didn't matter to me whether or not you cared about me or liked me or whatever. And I'm I'm not saying that I didn't care. It just wasn't your affirmation wasn't needed to validate who I am. Right. So that's just kind of how I've always been. Um, And as I've matured in my gifts, talents, calling purpose, I'm even more so not seeking Affirmation or validation from other people. Um, you know, for me, it is more about my faith and my spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. And if I can line up with God, line up with the universe, then I'm good, right? So you don't like me. You don't like what I have to say. I'm probably not for you, and that's okay. I was talking to um, talking to someone. Uh, I actually hired a coach earlier this year to help mm-hmm. me craft my story. And so, um, she asked me, she said, well, do you consider yourself an expert? And I said, man, I have never thought about myself as an expert before. She said, well, why not? You do this, this, and this, and this. I was like, I don't know. I just, I'm just doing me. I haven't really thought about myself as an expert. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, most experts I know are full of it. You know, they're not really Mm -hmm. experts. They're people who have built this brand to your point. They're like empty buckets. So, um, She said, I said, well, I don't know about being an expert. Um, I said, but I will put my my talents and gifts and calling against anyone on earth living or dead. I said, so then in that case, I think you can say I'm an expert. Mm -hmm. Um, So we decided to use that word. But but I've been working on me. Right. Being my best, living my best life, almost my whole life. So, you know, I don't make any apologies for that. You and you know, that. and you know that somebody else's opinion
2: doesn't necessarily yeah. influence you live in your best yeah. life. Yeah. It's you just an you,
3: opinion.
1: Yeah, you yeah. don't get to. You don't get to have that power. Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. I have that power, and I can use it or not. But I'm not going to abdicate that power of defining my brand to someone else.
2: So, Tangela... And you were part of this journey with me. Um, but along with a point in time when I recognized I had a brand, I had some tough, like in a short space of time, I had some pretty tough career decisions to make.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was made with intentionality to always respect my brand, like respect right. how people engage me and the, um, the quality that they, you know, see me as. Delivering the experience, like the, how people experience me. I just always wanted to um, steward that and, right. and cherish it. Mm-hmm. But um, integrity, I, I kind of woke up realizing integrity is really a core facet of that. Yeah. And we don't always think about making decisions with integrity or what a life of integrity means. When I realized integrity mattered was at a career low When um, I had kind of given up something that was structured and stable and Mm -hmm. extrinsically successful, Mm -hmm. you know, like the world would say, well, that was Mm -hmm. a good setup. And I walked away from it for a variety of reasons. But somebody super influential in my life, a very wealthy businessman that I had worked with professionally for years, Mm -hmm. um, met with me in his office just to kind of mentor me and counsel me. And I was, you know, kind of throwing out different scenarios I was considering And kind of out of the blue, he just, he says, Stephanie, you have the most, you have the most valuable thing. (laughs) And here's this guy, you know, like super successful. I was like, well, what what valuable thing do I have? And he said, you have trust. (laughs) He said, you have trust.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: that was, that was really a spiritual moment for me. And then I started thinking, well, like trust is kind of a currency. Like trust is is a currency. Mm -hmm. You can impact a lot with trust Mm -hmm. and trust is tied up in credibility Mm-hmm. and trust and cred- credibility are tied up with integrity
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it just it gave me kind of a laser focus of what that meant and in a nutshell i think it also touches on a lot of the things we're talking about in our podcast in my mind
1: i could i just call it leadership like what what is leadership well here here's the thing this you said something that just kind of um triggered um triggered my thoughts you know can I trust you? Mm-hmm. When I engage and experience you, do mm-hmm. you trust you? Mm-hmm. So do you trust the gift, the power, the con? Do you have that confidence, that internal thing that I see it when I see you? And I saw that when I saw you on stage, right?
3: Mm-hmm. It,
1: it, it And so many years ago, seven years ago. So when I look at you, we we really judge people within like a few seconds of meeting them. So when I look at you, do I see that authenticity?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Do I see that um, valuing yourself? I'll give you an example. My husband and I, we've been married 27 years. We met mm-hmm. on a blind date. I will never forget the day that I opened the door and looked into his face. Mm-hmm. I instantly knew that here is a man who is confident,
3: mm-hmm.
1: who likes himself. Who loves himself. That has not changed in 27 years of us being married. And so here's why that's important. I'm such a crazy woman. If you're going to be in a relationship with me, you better be confident. You better be bringing it because I will walk in one day and say, hey, let's do this crazy thing or whatever. Right. Right. So, I knew that the man that I would marry would have to be strong and would have to be very, um solid in who he is as a human being and not and not easily
2: threatened like you bring so much yeah. power like and yeah. when I say power I just mean like confidence and energy yeah. and yeah. um yeah. you're smart and you know that that can overwhelm somebody that isn't stable exactly and he's not the least bit bothered by me no <laughs> he's like, whatever yeah. he's like bring I'm it he's like all, all better for me and she's a rock yeah. star
3: yeah
1: just like, just like today, you know, I said, Hey, I'm going to be doing a podcast. So try not to make too much noise. He's like, you know, I got other stuff to do. He doesn't even know what I'm doing half of the time, but he is supportive. Um, and I think that is, that is one of those things where, um, when you are secure in who you are, Mm -hmm. that's your brand, you have no problem supporting other people. You're not threatened by other people. You don't have some hidden agenda. Um, so right. I think so. If we're talking about practical steps, you've already mentioned several along the way, but I, I think one: take two minutes and just put yourself on a timer. Take your phone, put yourself on a timer, and write all the things that are great about you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's where you start. And then the second part of that is write down really how you want people to experience you. So you look at that list, and then secondly. How do I want people to experience you? You know, I always want people to feel uh, powerful when they're in my presence. I want mm-hmm. them to feel uh, like they matter, like they're valued, like they can take on the world. That's mm-hmm. how I want people to feel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so, and and again, to your point, that goes back to to having a sense of purpose. So, I would say that list: How do you want people to experience you? And then, is that congruent mm-hmm. with your day to day? You know, so you want people to feel cared about or, or whatever, empowered when they're in your presence. But guess what? They don't. You got turnovers out the yin yang in your department. So something's not right. It's incongruent. I love you bringing this up in that it's
2: how you live every day. The little, yep. deci- the micro decisions, what you model and how people experience you, that that really creates culture. Mm -hmm. And this will be another session, Mm -hmm. but it's not enough to have a sexy brand or to have these fancy words or to throw a lot of money with a billboard or an intensive marketing campaign. And if you're not living it day to day and your people aren't feeling it and they're not modeling it, um, I I have seen situations where the culture is actually really, really Mm -hmm. different than what the company is saying about themselves. And that, that's, you know, that's a recipe for, the opposite
1: of success. (laughs) Exactly. And Hey, that's true individually. Yes. And that's true for any organization.
2: I would say, and you've already recommended this to get a journal Mm -hmm. and to write down things that are happening throughout your day. You might take, you might do this entire week yeah, and observe, like just use your, just think, think about observations, Mm -hmm. decisions you made, how people responded, and reacted, things that they appreciated, where did they act, you know, react negatively, things that worked out, things that didn't work out.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Doing an inventory is really, really important. And then taking that inventory to somebody you trust, you know, and yeah. I trusted you. So yeah. to somebody that really has your back, has your best intentions at heart, isn't mm-hmm. trying to throw you into a hole, <laughs> doing, doing an accountability session, which mm-hmm. will really enhance your self-awareness is vital. If you don't create self-awareness,
1: it's going to be really hard to build an authentic brand. Exactly. And then from that point, you can start to build that brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's the kicker. Guess what? You already have a brand,
3: mm-hmm.
1: whether you've intentionally built it or not. So the question is, is that brand what you want it to be or does it need some tweaking?
2: And you, and you are driving the change. You can recreate. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what your life is doing and where you're stuck and the people you're stuck with, Mm -hmm. it's on you. You, you, I've been part of a renaissance and this will be another session. We'll, we'll talk about reinvention it Mm -hmm. is possible it happens you can Mm -hmm. throw it an old life and create a new
1: yeah i've done it you've done it Mm -hmm. it's definitely possible you're never too old to recreate yourself to evolve matter of fact i think we should continue to evolve yes Um, so this was so much fun thank you thank you guys (laughs) thank you for joining us Um, we'll continue these conversations and we are so excited that you carved out time in your day to hang out with us uh, we, we know for a fact because mm-hmm. we're brilliant, right? Oh, of course, we have these great brands. Um, but we, we are very, very fortunate that you decided to join us and thank you so much and we will talk to you again soon.
2: Catch you next time.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intentional Power with Tangela Johnson and Stephanie Crow. If this touched you in any way, we do want to ask you to like, subscribe, and share with your friends as our goal is to continue to move more leaders toward fulfilling their highest purpose, leveraging their interests and passions, making a difference in the world and monetizing their value and potential.